Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, now we got some real trivia here. This is this is remarkable. So at the end of the last segment, I told the guys that John Tyler, the 10th president of the United States, fathered 15 children, the most out of any president. How about this for a fact, boys? So 15 kids. He has a living grandchild. Born in 1928, Harrison Ruffin Tyler, currently 94 years old. I heard Pony and Muller talk about this the other day. Son of a bitch! (laughs) Are you kidding me? Yep. You're serious. I'm dead serious. They talked about it. They did talk about it. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1790, and he's got a living grandchild. And Pony and Muller got to it first. Yes, they did. I am very upset. Who, who is the second oldest living president? Second oldest living? Second oldest living president. Who is it? Um, Jimmy Carter's alive, right? Would be he be he, the he's, oldest? He's the oldest. Okay. I mean, he's, he's 100 years older, 99 years older, whatever. Yeah. So he's yeah. obviously the oldest. Trump. It's a great guess. He's old. It's a hell of a guess. He's a lot older. He's old. It's Biden. Oh, yeah. Biden Biden is the second oldest living president. It's amazing. Like, when you think about it, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton won his one office in 1992. And he was done in, what, 2000. And he's younger than the current president. That's crazy. That's all you need to know about it. I can't believe Pony (laughs) Muller beat us to the grandchild thing. And for that, I am sorry. Mark Caboli joins us now. Mark, you got any presidential facts? I'm just wondering if I'm getting the right call here. Is this KDKA AM? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well. the second that Zeiss said Biden, Callis looks over at me and jumps in my ear and goes, uh-oh, be careful here. Wait, 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 wait. Paul knows what we he's doing. We were talking about age. We yeah. were just talking about the age. We were talking about uh, presidential trivia. That's all. That's I, all. I was, Relax. I was listening. I was listening, and I got it correct, so... Caboli joins us on the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Your colleague, Jerry Dulac, says the Steelers are not attempting to bring in any quarterback that would want to be the starter here, Mark. So do you believe Do you believe the Steelers will bring Mason Rudolph back? Do you believe that he wants to come back? Well, that's the million-dollar question here in this mm-hmm. case, the $12 million question here. Um, what, two for six, they, they, you're thinking? No. Two for six, or two for six each. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, two for two for ten, two for twelve. I mean, that's right around the Jake Browning going rate right now. So you would think that that would be something he would be interested in. Uh, the Steelers will make him an offer here very soon, within the next couple of weeks. Now the question is if he feels comfortable enough with that offer just to take it and not hit free agency, or if he wants to go out there. He what he wants is in in. You know, I know this is he wants to go out and have a chance to be able to play. That's number one on his list. And it just might be the best 
opportunity just may be right here. I mean, if you go to Denver, if you go to who knows where else, there there might not be that opportunity that he has here where he at least knows that Tomlin will go to him because he went to him last year at a critical point. Of course, Kenny's going to get the number one opportunity here, but how short is that leash? Does he have an opportunity to play? Is that money all line up? And it, I think there's a, you know, the longer this goes on, I think you're looking at a, a good opportunity of him coming back. If he doesn't come back, or even if he does come back, does this all scream that the Steelers are possibly going to draft a quarterback? Now, I'm not saying first round, Mark. I'm saying maybe in the second round to kind of fill that maybe backup position or even third quarterback position and see what Kenny has. If he doesn't have it, then you kind of have your quarterback-ish of the future uh, if you do draft one. Does this scream that at all, or are you, uh, you're, you're not on that train? That's tough. I mean, you have to determine who's there at that point. I mean, if you're going third, fourth, fifth round, I mean, you're going to fail more than you're going to win on those ones. There's not too many, you know, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady's out there, even Brock Purdy. Of course, I named four, but that's probably over the past 30 years right there. I mean, you're just looking at guys like Mason Rudolph, Landry Jones, guys of that ilk. Martin back in the day so unless there's a guy that falls to that spot you know early in the third day where you really like him and have an opportunity I wouldn't I mean you you got bigger holes to fill in my opinion you deal with the quarter you hope Kenny is the guy if not you hope Mason is the guy and if not you start all over next year and you see maybe potentially Justin Fields is available next year oh, something to that well who knows? I wouldn't do anything this year. I would let those two battle if Mason comes back and just hope for the best right now. I mean, you have too much invested in, in Kenny, in my opinion, to let him go after or give up on him after two years. You have to hope that he gets better. And that's, I think that's what route they'll go. Mark, just listening to that Patrick Peterson conversation with Brian McFadden on that podcast from last week and Patrick Peterson didn't want to get into any details, but it really seemed like he wasn't in love with the Steelers' idea at competition at quarterback. Uh, how do you think this will be received by the guys within that locker room if Kenny is just given the opportunity without Mason being brought back, or if Mason is brought back and they still hand the job to Kenny Pickett? Like You talked to all these guys on and off the record. How would they feel if Kenny's the guy next year? Well, if Kenny performs well, I think they'll love it. You know, if you if you see him struggling, then you're going to have to start questioning. I'm, 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 trust me, if Kenny struggles in training camp preseason, you're going to hear some guys chirping, and that's the last thing you want from those guys. But if he comes out and plays like he did last year in the preseason and even the end of his rookie year, these guys aren't going to say anything. It's all about winning. It's all about giving them a chance to win. It's all about uh, giving opportunities to guys like Pickens and Deontay to be successful. And if he can do that, they're not going to say a word. They'll, but you always put yourself in that position of what if that does not happen, then they can go south in a hurry here. Because, you know, they know Mason won three out of four, got him in the playoffs, and put up some decent numbers here. So it, it is a tricky situation. But, you know, if you're, you got to. You know, it's, I guess it's a bad analogy, live by the sword, die by the sword. If you're sitting up there saying we want competition, you better darn well give competition to the most important 
position because, you know, player on the X side of the ball is going to say, why well, it applies to him and not me. So it is a little bit of a tough situation where Tomlin better follow through on and on the competition part of it, or he could lose some players. I think the thing of the thing about it is if you look at what they are doing in this off season, Mark, are they, are they going to have to do their annual restructuring of deals and all that other stuff to clear out money? And if they do, why wouldn't they go out and try and get the best quarterback they can find? Oh, well, they have no choice but to restructure guys. I mean, Highsmith, Watt, guys like Fink, Minka, they can restructure those guys. They're probably, obviously, there's still going to be some more releases here, cuts moving forward here. But, you know, because you, there's no guarantee. I know there's no guarantee anywhere, but if you're going to go out and create space to go get a guy like Justin Fields, that's a ton of money. That's a ton of draft capital giving up for just a guy that was average his first three years. There's no guarantee with him. And if you lose, if you fell on that, you set your organization back even further than it is right now. So I think, you know, I would much rather create space, go find yourself a cornerback. I mean, I don't know what the Bears are going to do with Jalen Johnson, if they're going to tag him or whatever how much money he's going to get on the open market. It's probably going to be a ton. But if I'm going to go out and throw money at somebody, I want to throw some money at a guy like that rather than a guy like uh, Justin Fields or a quarterback that may or may not help you, may or may not be a good fit for your team. So I think there's other issues right now that they better address, and they probably will in free agency. So that's where I think – that creation of money will go. Well, let's stay there in a second. This segment brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. Uh, clearly, they're not going to be aggressive in trying to fix this quarterback position, but it sounds like you think that they might be uncharacteristically aggressive in the trade market or maybe in free agency? Well, I mean, all we have to go on is last year, and they seem to find people they like and it doesn't really matter i mean they want how much money can they create and do you think that they might go and try to make a big splash they can create as much money as they need to be honest with you it's not really it's a hard cap i mean you can go out and you can pretty much manipulate you know four or five contracts to bring a decent amount of money and cutting a couple guys here and there i mean i think you'll plus not only creating money but the way they structure deals of free agents where maybe not a ton of it's up due, up front and it's more backloaded so they can get guys. Uh, that's why you see guys like Ogan Joby making 13 cap hit this year and stuff like that. So there's always a way to be able to manipulate the salary cap and get who you want. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do go and follow their same plan that they did last year and find a position that they need and go out and, Get somebody. I mean, another guy, Christian Wilkes from Miami, 28-year-old defensive tackle, probably going to command a lot of money on the open market. But, boy, I'd love to see him right here. Um, if that's the guy that they, you know, target, they can bring him in. They can create space, and they can create a, a, a salary structure to make it work under their current plan. Mark, what's a bigger deal as a player, becoming a Hall of Famer or getting your jersey retired? Well, it depends on what type of player you are, right? Because if you're a Hall of Famer, your jersey's probably retired, right? Uh, not for the Steelers, not for the Penguins. Uh, I'd probably want to be a Hall of Famer. 
right? That's not what we asked. What we asked was, what is the bigger honor? Probably Hall of Fame, because there's only, what, 380 many? Yeah, Hall but how many fame, guys' right? numbers are retired? Well, Pittsburgh? Steelers have three. The Steelers have Penguins three. Have three. The Penguins have three. The Steelers have what? Literally oh. what? 25 Hall of Famers or 20 oh, Hall of the Famers? Pe- the Penguins, I mean, Yager's number was not retired until yesterday, but when was the last time somebody wore 68 with the with the penguins yeah but it is different it's it's absolutely different i mean nobody's wearing 12 but i think you know i think a lot of us agree you should probably retire bradshaw's number one day i i think it's a little bit easier to do it in hockey and baseball than football there's only a certain amount of numbers you can go with and i think that's why they have been hesitant even though there are what seven or eight guys that they haven't really if you see they they've gotten away from that too the Steelers, they try to get that number back in circulation relatively quick to be able to prevent that. I mean, I think Heinz Ward's a guy that hasn't had one given. Uh, of course, Ben's not going to do it. But, hey, that's their, that's their policy. Yeah, they With the Steelers, that's, it has to be something extra, extra special for them to be able to retire, officially retire a number. But for me, if I'm a player, I want to be a Hall of Famer rather than my – Number retired. Hall of Famer, man. Those guys make a lot of money off of that in, in their future uh, endeavors. I don't know how much money you make off. Right, of, but if, you, if you're a Hall retired. of Famer, Mark, your 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 number's going to be. I mean, if your number's retired, it means you're going to be a Hall of Famer. It's not I mean, either it's, or. It's what what is a higher honor. So what you want is that what happened last night? A big party, a big to do, because that's what numbers retiring is, right? Just, uh, and your uh, number is in the rafters forever. Yeah, but you, Immortality, you Mark. See, for me, for me, it's like if you retire my number, I was one of the best to play for my team. If I'm a Hall of Famer, I'm one of the best yeah. ever. Yes, I would rather be one of the best ever than one of the, one of the best for the so, Steelers. Like, Heinz so, Ward will get his number with, retire with the Steelers before he becomes a Hall of Famer, probably. He, no, no, I don't no, think no, either's no, going to happen. He'll never get his re- number retired. Yeah, neither's going to happen. There's but we got to run. 15 guys ahead of him. Thank you, Mark. They got the Hall of Honor, so there's a lot of people's pictures up on the wall. Yeah, that's why they that's why they did that, and the same thing with the Pirates. Goodbye, Mark. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Mark. So Mark does not disagree with the way the Steelers are handling this quarterback situation. A big time national writer, maybe the biggest time, biggest national writer, has a big problem with how the Steelers are handling the quarterback position. We'll tell you why and what they said coming up next. Also, I've got more presidential facts for the people. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Happy President's Day to all who celebrate. Hit us up on the text line, 412-928-9370, brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. You can also follow us on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley, at score and Doran, at Paul Zeiss. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. One quick presidential factoid before you hear what a national writer had to say about the Steelers' quarterback plans. Did you guys know that George Washington's dentures were not made of wood? What were they made of? Ivory, gold, and human and animal teeth, among other materials. He seems like he was... uh... You know, before his time a little bit. You know, naming his dogs. What? How, how do people know that he named his dogs that? <laughs> yeah, he named his dog like Slippery Noodle or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lucky Lips or something. Lucky Lips, yeah. They know. I mean, I'm sure he wrote it down somewhere. Like John Adams used to write Abigail Adams letters, thousands of letters, so you could kind of retrace his steps throughout life. I'm sure somewhere there's a dog tag that says the name of George Washington's pooches. But no, it was not wood. Ivory, gold, Human and animal teeth, among other materials. I wonder what fits into the among other materials category. Hmm. You knew it couldn't be wood. You can't have wood teeth. You're going to get splinters. They're going to rot. They're going to deteriorate probably even faster than your teeth would. What else What else were they going to use? They didn't know anything back then. They used gold. Yeah, they used gold. And other... I, what are they doing with the human teeth? That begs some questions that I don't think I want the answers to. Where are they getting those teeth? Are they grinding yeah. them up? Are they putting them together? How are they doing? So you're saying George Washington had a grill? But yeah. Sounds like it. You mm-hmm. want to talk about ahead of his time. George, George Washington had the first Here's ever the grill. Thing. How much do you think George Washington's grill would be worth? Oh, man. Now? Oh. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, had It that, was actually like what it, what it was, what you're saying. And it was his. A lot. And it was verifiably his. A lot. You know? Think about how much money that would be worth to whoever owns it. All right, a couple, a couple more of these. I got so many questions about stuff that I happened. got. I got. A, I got a couple more of these. All right, who do you think was the tallest president of all time? The tallest. Mm-hmm. Ford. <laughs> I don't know why that that's so funny to me because I don't. I wouldn't have the answer unless I had it in front of me. It was Abraham Lincoln. Well, I was going to say him too. Six four. Shortest. James Madison. Five foot four. Weighed less than a hundred pounds. James Man. Madison. Man. Man. He's running the country. Imagine if Abraham Lincoln was taking this dude to the rack. Charge! <laughs> Take his ass out. No threes. I can't get over this George Washington thing, though. You know, he, he was supposed to, he's, you know, you have honest A, but George Washington never told a lie. Well, his whole life's been a lie because we all thought it was wood teeth, and it turns out it was ivory and animal and human teeth. All right. <laughs> all right. So here you go. 
Jerry Dulac reported the other day that the Steelers are not interested in bringing in a quarterback who wants to be a starter. And Peter King in Football Morning in America wrote, and I stole this from Pony. He put it out there. So thanks to Pony for, for picking this out. Come again? In a division with Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson, the Steelers would actually choose to enter camp with Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph should he sign in free agency with Pittsburgh. That sounds like a colossal mismanagement of your quarterback position. So we have fought so hard, tooth and nail, wooden teeth, ivory teeth, whatever, against the national media for years about Mike Tomlin, right? The national media loves Mike Tomlin locally. We actually know what's going on here. So we say, yeah, it's not all roses the way you make it out to be. We just had Mark Caboli on. Locally, it seems like some of these beat writers, <laughs> oh, Kenny and Rudolph, you'll be fine. Oh, it's a great idea. It's fine. Nationally, though, people are seeing through this. And I would say that I am much more inclined to go with the national guys on this than the local guys. Hey, if you think Kenny can win a job, okay, bring in a legitimate competition then. Like, Mason Rudolph played well down the stretch. How much more does Mason Rudolph have to give? Really? Like, how much better can he get? And he's not going to know this offense. And then you got Kenny now in year three learning a new offense. I would rather have a guy with upside in here learning the new offense. But they're not going to do that. And beat writers, oh, well, they never do it this way. This is the Steelers. Steelers way. The Steelers way has got them nothing for the last seven years. This is, as Peter King said, colossal mismanagement. I think it's a farce. An absolute farce. Oh, we'll be fine with Kenny. We'll be fine with Mason. Fine for what? Because Kenny didn't get you to the playoffs his first year. And then Mason Rudolph got you bounced by two scores in his season. <laughs> what, what, what's the ceiling for these guys? I think we've already seen it. Am I wrong? They're too loyal. They've always been. I don't think they want to show that they effed up. Yeah, that too. Yeah. That too. They don't want to admit the mistake. Kenny Pickett, 20th overall. Well, we got to give him a third chance now to see how this thing goes. Well, yeah, and I think the other thing is he makes a point about who else is in the division. How about all the other quarterbacks? We talk about it all. We talk about it all the time. How about all the other quarterbacks in the AFC? You you can't have like right now if you if you were to be honest. Let's say it's Kenny and Mason. Mm-hmm. Where do you rank that in the AFC? Last. I go New England last, but maybe not because they might have Drake freaking yeah, May. They're going to draft a quarterback. Yeah. If they get Drake May, I mean, okay, I still would be willing to say the Steelers are better just because Drake May's an unknown and he's a rookie and whoever's going to be the backup is probably not that good. So let's, but they're, what is there, 16 teams in the, in the AFC? They're 15th. Maybe, I don't know, would you rather have Will Levis? Yes. Okay. So I think I would. So you're 15th probably out of 16 teams. I mean, the Raiders with Aiden O'Connell, we'll see what they do. I mean, I put them ahead of them, I guess. And the, you, okay, so best case scenario, let's say 13th. Right. Right. I, I, you'd have to show me an example in, in recent modern football where a team that didn't have like a top seven or eight quarterback actually won, the AF, or won their conference. Well, so I guess the question then becomes, let's say it's Baker Mayfield or Justin Fields, where would the Steelers fall then? Or Kirk Cousins. Like, where would you rank them then if they had one of those three guys? In the middle. Like, I can't get ahead of C.J. Stroud for me. Like, I, I still won't, won't put him ahead of the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, you know, assuming healthy. The, the, speaking of which, the national guys are talking about the Jets 
possibly making a play to bring in Russell Wilson. As the backup as for the Aaron backup. Rodgers. I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, I get them wanting to guard against what happened this year, mm-hmm. but I also think that would blow up so badly in their face. It would be it'd be such a Jets move to make. Didn't didn't Russell Wilson, I mean, didn't he play for Hackett? I get correct. Yeah, right, and they didn't get along. Right. Yeah, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Is, oh, that's right. Yeah. Is Hackett still there? Yeah, he's a, he's offensive coordinator. Well, what are they doing? That's stupid. Yeah. That's real dumb. I I you know, I do think you would give your your I don't know if ranking it's the right way to go about it if you're talking about Justin Fields or Baker Mayfield or Kirk Cousins. I think the reality is though either one of those three would give you a better chance to win a playoff game than as currently constructed. Like I don't I don't love what Kirk Cousins has done in his playoff career. Baker Mayfield's won a couple of playoff games. Like if Baker Mayfield was the quarterback, I'd feel okay about saying they might have beat Buffalo in that playoff game. Like it turned on that interception by Mason Rudolph, but they were they were in it. You know, they pulled themselves back to within a score. If you got Baker Mayfield and the way he played against Philadelphia, a star-studded team, they weren't executing well. They were terrible down the stretch, but you know, I think they would have given themselves more of a puncher's chance. Now they're taking that proverbial knife to a gunfight every single time they take the field. Every time they take the field, they're going to almost be at a quarterback disadvantage. And they're going to have to play that way where... They and they're just okay with they it. They don't make mistakes. They run, you know, they, they, get, they run the ball efficiently. Their defense doesn't have any bad, you know, leaks or there's no big plays against them. They're, they're playing... As like they we always said, do. Right. Whereas <laughs> they, they have, they're, they're not giving themselves any margin for error. If you if you've got a quarterback, you've got a margin for error. Okay, we turned it over a couple of times. Doesn't matter. We're still in the game because we got a quarterback. Okay, our defense is struggling today. Doesn't matter. We can win a shootout. They have they have one way to win games, and that's it. You got to play the game's got to unfold the way they're going to play it, or they can't win it. And they're just okay with it. I mean, they're okay with this. Is they are now signing up for one more year of what just happened the last two years. They're just okay with it. We hope Kenny will be good with the new offensive coordinator. Hope ain't a strategy, especially not when your owner, when Art Rooney II is saying, we need to be urgent. We need urgency. It's why I asked Mark, okay, if you're going to do this at quarterback, are you at least going to be aggressive in free agency? And he said it's going to be kind of the same play in his last year. Hey, if your quarterbacks are going to be these guys, maybe you will see growth. Okay, all right, maybe, maybe. But can you go out and get a couple of big names, like difference makers? Are you going to be willing to change your philosophy there then? Because if not, 10-7 and with a playoff loss is exactly what you're looking at next year. Bro, my question is, you said playmaker, right? What if if their best two receivers going into this season are, again, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens? I mean, I don't know where they would add a playmaker at that point. You need another guy. They, They do, but you understand what I'm saying? If you get a third receiver... It's probably not going to be a playmaker type guy. It's probably going to be maybe another Allen Robinson type. Or you draft someone in the second round, third round. Right. But I'm just saying, if they don't change anything else about the offense and they go back in the season with the same same quarterback situation, I I just don't know how how they're going to get better. Did you guys know that Richard Nixon was the first president to visit all 50 states? Did not know that. Yeah, what he was most remembered for was that, I think. Yes. The 50 states thing. I feel like that should be something you have to do, by the way. If you're going to be president, you should have had to have visited all 50 states beforehand. Beforehand. Yes. That should be part of the criteria. Prior to that. U.S. citizen, 35, visit all 50 states. What are we doing? Keep this in mind, not not every president experienced 50 states. 
I know. That's what and I'm also, saying. Not every, not every, no, he's saying that there were a lot of presidents that were president before there were actually 50 states. Oh, so they point. couldn't have visited 50 states. But the states other part of it is a lot of them, were, a, there were a number of presidents that didn't have the benefit of airplane flying. Get on all a damn buggy. Get on a buggy <laughs> and get your ass to Oregon. All right? Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. That's the phone number. We are we are right now witnessing, I think, one of the great individual seasons in recent Pittsburgh sports history, and we have yet to talk about it today. We'll do that coming up next. Just how good is this season? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. No, I actually didn't realize I tied the three-point record, which is which is cool, which was my own. So I mean, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if that came up arrogant, but um, yeah, that's cool. Like honestly, nah, I just I, I mean, I definitely knew I was putting up a lot of points, but I didn't know I was on any record-breaking streaks. So that's Blake Kinsey. He had 41 against Louisville the other night, and <laughs> yeah, he's just tying his own records now. It's old hat for him. So they've won seven out of eight, has Pitt. They've won five in a row. During the winning streak, he's averaging 23 points. For most of that game, he was outscoring Louisville. I think we are in the middle of witnessing one of the great individual seasons in recent Pittsburgh history. This guy is unguardable. Unguardable. He was posted up. He was taking it to the rack. He's, of course, shooting threes from 48 feet away. I think if they get to the tournament, and Lenardi at last looked has them not in the first four out, but in the next four out, if they get to the tournament, even if they don't, this guy's having one of the great individual seasons we've seen in recent Pittsburgh history, I think. He is that dominant. He, he's he's a fantastic athlete, and we knew that he could shoot the three ball, uh, but he's really put his game together as a complete basketball player, which is fantastic to watch in front of our eyes. But I do have to give Capel credit by – switching up the dynamic of of his team, I think that has helped Henson out tremendously. Um, they switched up the guard play using three guards, two guards, or whatever it is, with um, Bub and and Lowe. And those two playing the way that they, they do and controlling some of the game has really opened up Henson a lot and let him play a little bit more freely and let him be the guy. And he's taken that upon, upon his shoulders. And like, I, I, I know it's redundant, but we, we've said it from – the beginning of the season, like he will be the best player on the court more than not this season, but he has to be the best player in order for them to win, and he has been the best player through the throughout these last seven games. Um, to and and they and they've won, and he's not just only been the best player, but he's been the most dominant player on the court, and it's just fantastic to see that his uh, development throughout these last couple of weeks has just been tremendous. To Doran's point, the the real 
reason that this team started on this run of what is it, seven of eight or whatever it's been, is low. He's been the key. I mean, Henson does what Henson does, but bringing Lowe into the lineup has completely changed yep. that team. They are now, you know, and, and him getting to the point where he is, they are now a really, really difficult team to defend. And 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 that is going to be something where, and by the way, this whole thing where, well, they might be the next four out or the next five out or whatever. You're going to tell me that the Mountain West has five or six teams that are better than Pitt? I mean, give me a break, will you please? Well, but people keep killing Lenardi. And it, it, yeah, it, it's not long. He's doing the, the metrics. But right. my point is, that's how stupid the metrics are. Is that if you can fool the metrics with the way that you schedule and, and, and all that other stuff, that you don't got to be that good. I go to TCU, our good friend Jamie Dixon, who was the king of fooling the RPI. You know, we would look at his non-conference schedule and be like, how are they getting seated so high? But he, if you looked at who he played, he would always play like one, like teams like that were ninety to a one twenty. Who you know, those are teams you're going to beat anyway. But metrically, if you play a couple of them on neutral sites, and this all of a sudden his non-conference schedule. If you look at their non-conference schedule this year, it's embarrassing. But I guarantee, if you went through and you looked at how those teams are, and like in terms of helping out in the net rankings, that's been that. So to me, I look at Pitt and I say. Don't tell me that there's, what is there, six? They're predicting six Mountain West teams, I think, getting it. Don't tell me there's six teams in that conference better than Pitt. Well, here's the problem now, because they're still not in for what they've accomplished. A huge one tomorrow against Wake Forest to get a quality victory. And then not the next game after that, but the one following against Clemson. you got to get those two to get in. Because the ACC tournament, unless you win the thing, it doesn't help you all that much. It just doesn't. What I'll say about Pitt is I don't know if they're going to get in. They're playing their best basketball, obviously, at the right time. What I will say is this. If they got in, they'd be a freaking problem. Mm -hmm. They'd be a problem. Because you talk about momentum swings in college basketball. If that guy gets hot, number two, they get a chance to win some games and put a, put, put a run together. you got to make shots. How many times do you not see that with Jamie Dixon's old teams? You've got to make shots. They can make shots. Now, a lot of times, hey, you feast or famine. They've been feasting lately. That's why they could be dangerous if they do make the tournament. We wrap things up. Coming up next, Fan Morning Show brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz. Plum. Mark of the Fan brought to you by South Hills, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Route 19, and Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. The Penguin game yesterday, not a highlight. This was. I want to say thanks to Dominica, my girlfriend. Uh, she's too young to remember. I played in Pittsburgh, but I. I... But I told her all the stories, so don't worry about it. Someone tweeted in, and I don't know, I didn't verify this, but Crosby's girlfriend, eight years older than Yager's girlfriend. <laughs> Saw that. <laughs> Saw that. I think, I think that was the biggest pop from the entire speech. You know, even when he brought up Badger Bob Johnson. Which this was another this was another good one. I think, and you be the judge. I think the pop was bigger when he mentioned his girlfriend. I remember my first coach, Bob Johnson, always said, "Today it's a great day for hockey, and I'm gonna use I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna change it a little bit. I'm gonna say today it's a great day for me."
All right, slightly bigger pop there, maybe. Bigger than, yeah. A little but, bit. Uh, not initially, though. Right, right. Initially, the second time around. Yeah, the second, the second Badger mentioning is when there was the pop. But the girlfriend line, that to me was so Yager, as was this on the game broadcast. Language barrier. So we were... So, oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's genuine. I'm more, I'm more nervous than I play. Like, <laughs> the player came out and you right there. Like, sorry, I was just like... Forky loved it. <laughs> he did love it. You know he was so oh, excited. Yags comes back. He's talking about how young and hot his girlfriend is. He's swearing on the broadcast. I... I have forgiven him for not for not coming back in 2011. But the the more that went on yesterday, the more I wish that it had happened. His explanation was actually a good one. I don't know if you guys heard it. He said, you know, he wanted to prove that he could belong in the NHL again. And he thought the Penguins were so stacked that he would be relegated to third or fourth line minutes, and he wanted to show what he could do. And he thought he could play further up in the Flyers lineup. And then it actually so happened that he had seven points in six games in that playoff series for the Flyers against the Penguins. So he just wanted to prove he could belong. And, and I'm okay with that. I, I am. You know, it, it seemed that he had slighted Mario and that he would come back for less money. But if it really was about showing his worth and that he could still play at a high level in the NHL. Can't hate it. I can't hate that. I really can't. Now, buddy, I mean, maybe you could have helped put them over the top to win another championship. You could Think about legacy. Think right. about if he wins a third championship. Like I would have had a hard time if I were him passing that up. But I at least get the mindset now. All right. No more Ron Cook. I, I got to keep getting used to that. One I, question yeah. real quick. Do you think if they put Yager in on their power play? Yes. He could have scored a goal yesterday. Le- legitimate question. Not that he would have, but do you think that he would have looked completely out of place if they just said – when we get our, I think they got five power plays yesterday. Sure did, one for five. If 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 if, if, if we get a power play, we're putting you out there. Do you think so? He would have been on the ice. You know what? Probably a minute out of those two minutes. So he'd have been on the ice for five minutes. Would he looked out of place? No, because he would have shot the puck. He would Ever? not. Have, he would not have looked out of place. No, no. All right. It's the Joe Show coming up next. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 5.40. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks today. High 41. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 